episode 32 of the Haunted Hacker. Um, tonight, we have a special guest. Um, I'll get to him in a minute. So um, go over some how and uh, some news. So first off, the, the housekeeping rules. Um, I'm locking down the chat, so I have any disruptions. Um, everybody, please watch the Discord uh, and just show some respect. Um, I'm going to keep the questions to a minimum afterwards. About it, uh, but I'm actually going to work for his company. Uh, it's been 20 years in the making now. It's been a long time, um, but finally get a chance to, to work with them and, and build something really cool. Uh, so that that's that. Um, other than that, there's not a whole lot going on, but I do have a surprise for for Ryan. I was going to hold on until later on next week, but I'm going to approach some publishers with the magazine that he's creating. Um, pretty shit hot magazine. Uh, so I'm going to go to some publishers, try to get some support and get that shit into Barnes and Noble and wherever we can get some magazines. Um so with that being said, I want to introduce our special guest tonight. Um, he is from Ghost Tech. He's the founder of Ghost Tech. His name is Sebastian Dante Alexander. Um, Sebastian, I'm going to go ahead and unmute you. Go ahead and unmute. Hello. Hey, Sebastian. How are you? All right. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, so why don't, why don't you uh, introduce yourself and uh, for people who don't have a clue who you are, uh, well, they've been living under a rock for the past 15 years. <laughs> I'm Sebastian so why don't you go ahead? Alexander, and um, I'm the found, one of the original founders of GoSec with another, another founder, Ghost3301. Okay. We started off on Galaxy 2, a deep web platform, and we originally started off at the name We Are The Resistance or... We are the revolution, both of those. And later on, we switched into GoSec after the um, Operation ISIS and the Charlie Hebdo attack. Interesting. So why don't you tell us a little bit about Operation ISIS? So I did a little bit of work around Operation ISIS and some other operations you guys did. Um, and it's really interesting. Why don't, why don't you explain Op ISIS to the people who don't know what that is? Well, Operation ISIS now... When most people hear about it, they think it's just taking down Twitter accounts. But for our end, it was actually more into OSINT rather than, you know, just taking down Twitter accounts, defacing websites, which we also did do. But our main focus was finding intelligence and all. And we still actually do have a group chat specifically just for finding threat intelligence, not just on ISIS, but also Taliban, Al-Qaeda. Um, there's one called Malhama Tactics and things like that in general. So overall, we still do... Our main focus during Operation ISIS and um, till now, it isn't a main focus, but till now we have threat intelligence as a thing and it is important to us. Absolutely. I, I can't agree more. Um, so another interesting point about Op ISIS, um, you guys uncovered some some intelligence and fed it back to the U.S. government uh, and really helped yeah. uh, thwart a serious uh, terrorist attack. Why don't you explain that to other people? Mm -hmm. So the intelligence, yeah, we did get it higher up into the chain and things, you know, and it stopped an attack, right? I think it stopped two attacks based on our intelligence. But it also did kind of screw yes. us over. Yeah, there was uh, Michael Smith. He ended up speaking with us and 
kind of split our group into two sides. Now, if you guys search up GhostSec, you'll also see or hear of something called Ghost Security Group, which is basically half of the people that were with us are on their side and it's government owned. You know, they're, it's government owned basically. They left us to go work for them. They still do threat intelligence, report shit, all that. And that's basically it. That's, a, that, that, that's pretty awesome. Um, especially uh, the, the intel going back to the government. You don't see that a lot with, with hackers or with yeah. other groups. I mean, um, as of lately, our, of intels, yeah, our, our intel is getting bounced and sent back. Or if our intel does get heard, GoSec group takes credit mm -hmm. rather than us. So it's, it's weird. Like we uh, shared something recently on ISIS during when they started rising again. And immediately the next day, Go Security Group takes full credit for all the intel that was posted and stuff. That that seems to be a, a pretty common common theme among hacktivist mm -hmm. groups and just hacking groups in general. Uh, the infighting and and you know taking credit yeah. for different things right. that occur. That seems to be an ongoing problem. Um, so you guys actually had a Jordanian beauty queen that was a uh, part of uh, GoSec. Uh, and she was one of one of the hackers for GoSec. Is that correct? Well, in a way, yeah, it is correct. But she's not with us. Like, keep mm -hmm. keep in mind, there's Go Security Group, and then there's us. So she was with Go Security Group. So in a way, yes, but also no. Mm -hmm. So, do you guys do operations together still, or are you completely separated between GoSec and GoSec uh, Security Group? We're completely separated. Cool. Now, I, I know that previously um, there was a lot of speculation as to where GoSec came from. Um, one of the one of the theories was that GoSec was a uh, branch off from Anonymous, and I know the um, that you had had spoke about that before and tried to clear that up. Um, why, why don't you explain to us a little bit about how that that idea or that theory popped up, and uh, explain that? So the like I said, we started off on a deep web platform, social media platform called Galaxy 2, and we went by the name We Are The Resistance. So through there, we met um, me and Ghost3301, who's also ex-Cicada. Now, we met through there, and it started on there. We started as We Are The Resistance. We fought against mainly against police brutality at our start, and we also hacked hospitals and reported vulnerabilities. It wasn't to you know disrupt the hospitals or anything. It was meant in keeping the security better. Okay, and yeah, it's basically how we started off. There's a lot of, you know, like you said, there's a lot of conspiracy based on how we started and shit. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that seems to be uh, one of the themes as well is the government and people tend to label things that they don't understand. Yeah, um, and we just clear up multiple kind of, times as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what is your, uh, what's your, what's the group's plans for the future? What, what's, what's the roadmap look like? What, what are you guys aiming for? Um, are you going to uh, go after Wuhan, um, the lab? Uh, you know, what, what kind of ops do you guys have coming up? Well, as of right now, there's nothing too big or interesting, really. But uh, we do keep watching, you know, news and we have news reports coming in. We keep our eyes open and listen to everything we can. We try to pay as much attention to everything around us. And we base our attacks and operations on what we think, like, you know, we have all of us decide and we agree what we think we should work on directly. 
What's your take on censorship on the social media platforms like Twitter and Facebook? Yeah, I find it like fucked immediately as it's, they, it's the platforms, you know, they promote freedom of speech. So censorship is completely contradicting what they promote. And I find it as well manipulative in a way, you know, I say during the blue leaks, right. Or anything DDoS secrets posts in general, immediately censored and people got banned for it. If I'm not mistaken, and on knowledge also got suspended on Twitter due to something like that. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, one of the things that I've battled and been a big uh, proponent for is to kill surveillance. Um, you know, it, people look at the devices we have now and, and as long as they can get their Starbucks in the morning and get to their job, they don't care about what's going on as far as the government surveillance goes. Um, but a lot of devices we have now uh, provide that eavesdropping. And we even saw where the CIA created a, a tool called Weeping Angel Attack and they would access TVs physically. Um, what's your take on that? My, my, my personal take is surveillance is, is way overdone and we're no longer people, we're more like subjects. Uh, yeah, we're all being watched 24 seven. And I actually recently got into data science, right? And the shit that you can gather off, you know, basic things, it's crazy. And overall, Privacy should be important. Everyone should think more about their privacy. And for us, you know, OXEC is a big thing, 100%. Privacy definitely should be more yeah. important to not just people like us, but in general to everyone. Right, right. And that's that's one of the things I talk about in my talks is, you know, privacy and, and how to protect yourself. Um, but yeah, I think that, you know, we're, we're fighting an uphill battle because the people in control are the ones that are that are invading the privacy. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't know what that's going to take, but the division in the U.S. and, and the political tension um, is really ripe for a hacktivist uh, type of uh, rebuttal to what the government is doing. And I, th I think that's on the way. Um, so tell me, tell me about the group a little bit. I, I know that there was there was word that um, the group is actually comprised of um, a lot of females from supposedly anonymous or, or other groups. Um, and they made a big deal about that in the news about, you know, the, the group being comprised of, you know, a beauty queen and, and, you know, a lot of females. Can you, you know, verify that or put it to rest? The group's generally mixed, right? I, I don't care, okay, what someone's race, nationality, any of that is, okay. If they have what it takes, they're dedicated to it, you know, and we, we obviously do background checks and everything. We're not, not deep background checks. I, I don't know how to explain it exactly, but we check who we recruit. Oh, and yeah, overall, we just like, it doesn't matter to us whether the person's a man or a woman or who's joining us exactly. We just make sure of some basic things and then they're with us. So the group's generally mixed. And yeah, that's so it's very it. interesting because we, we do a lot of OSINT as well um, to verify people. And I think nowadays, really, you have to, if you're going to operate in cyberspace, you really need to do OSINT on anybody that you invite into your group. Um, you know, of course, you're always going to have that, that little bit of paranoia in the background because of just the nature of the beast. Um, but OSINT is super important. So if you could give a message to the world from GoSec um, about the future and about now, what would it be? 
a message to the world. That's interesting. I know that's like the first time someone asked me a question like that. Um, it's a good question. So a message to the world. I mean, if you feel like you're losing your human rights, stand up and fight for it. Right? You, you can do something. If, if we, you know, a group like us can do something or a group like you know, a, the Anonymous Collective can do something, you can as well. Just if you feel wronged, stand up for it, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I definitely appreciate that. Um, so tell me how you got into contact with the Haunted Crew. It was very, it was very uh, mysterious, um, I guess, point of contact that I got. It was like three or four in the morning and uh, I got my phone was buzzing. I woke up, looked at the phone and, and I had a message from Ghost Exodus. So why, why don't you uh, help me uh, complete the story? Because it's a really interesting story how this happened. So a member of ours is friends with Exodus. And then through him and then through Exodus, I ended up reaching you. So it just went that way. It's not as complicated as it seems. It's just, you know, it's like, you know, the saying, I know someone that knows someone that knows someone. Yeah, but it went that way. Yeah, it was really strange because at four o'clock in the morning, I'm barely awake. And I'm looking at my phone going, who? And then, you know, I talked to Ghost and I was like, yeah, definitely, you know, send him over. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's really an honor to have you on and, and uh, explain a little bit Thank about you. the group. Appreciate being up. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. Um, so is there any questions you have for, for us, uh, for the group or for me specifically or just in general? No, not really, but um, actually is Haunted Hacker, you know, the, is it just a podcast or what do you guys do exactly? That is actually something I we have. Do a, we do a lot. Sure, sure. We do a lot, actually. Um, let me give you a little bit of background on, on how it started. So the Haunted Hacker has been around since October 31st of last year. Um, I came back to the States, not by choice, uh, by DHS and, and got kind of dropped off and Ended up moving in with, with a friend of mine from high school, and he's actually on right now, uh, just to recoup and, and, you know, refocus and figure out what's, what's going to happen next. Um, so when we did, it was uh, getting close to Halloween. I said, you know, we should probably do a podcast. And, and my buddy had, you know, told me a million times, hey, let's think about doing a podcast. Let's do a podcast. So we did. We did one on, um, on Halloween night on the 31st, and then it just blew up from there. It became a community um, I did, I did a lot of work with kids over in London. Uh, kids are in danger of being cyber criminals or already identified as being cyber criminals and, uh, did some, some help with them mentoring and, and just kind of talking to them and their parents. So that's kind of what kind of the idea I had behind, uh, the haunted hacking crew was, you know, it's, it's a big collective of people from the ages of like 10 and 11, all the way up to 60. Uh, we have people in here that are hackers. We have people who are CISOs and CEOs, um, but really it's about, sharing knowledge and information and not charging for it and getting people prepared for uh, cybersecurity as a career um, because the universities and definitely certifications do not do justice and, and do not prepare people uh, for the future. Um, so that's kind of what we do. And we have a magazine and, and of course the discord is, you know, and a bunch of merchandise and stuff, but it's just really a community to give back. Um, our main focus is taking what we know and giving it back to the community. Because uh, in my mind, that's the only way to to solve the cybersecurity problems that we have. Um, as well as, you know, a lot of us are like-minded. Um, we come from different groups. Uh, we come from different backgrounds as far as like hacking and, and cybersecurity and whatnot. Uh, so it's really just an eclectic mix of people. 
Uh, we don't have any problems. We're building an operating system. We're building a certification uh, for people getting into cybersecurity and pen testing. And uh, we just, we do a lot of work amongst each other. Um, just, you know, writing scripts, writing tools. We have a GitHub repository that we're going to start uploading stuff to. Uh, so we just, you know, it's just a source to give back and to help people get started. And really to take people that have been uh, like in Ghost Exodus situation and give them a place to land and get them back on their feet and get, you know, get equipment, whatnot, uh, just so they can get back in the game. Um, so that's really, that's really the gist of our, of our community. Um, and we've been going since October and this is our, you're the 32nd uh, episode. So it's, it's going really well. So, um, cool. but yeah, we, we definitely agree with, I 100% agree with knowledge being free and widespread. That's what you guys set up here is actually, yes, yeah, it's, it's cool. It's nice. Yeah, and, and everybody enjoys it. You know, we don't have any infighting. We don't have mm -hmm. bad blood with, with anybody in the group, and, yeah, the and we all get along, and I think that's the most important. Yeah. So um, I'm going to open up the floor to questions uh, for Dante. If you put it in a chat, um, I'll read it off, and, and we'll go from there. I'm not going to open up the audio or video um, just for, for Dante's sake. So go ahead, guys. All right. And, of course, everybody's going to be shy. Um, so Gabriel asked, how would one apply data science to self-OSINT? Well, see, I recently got into data science, but in terms of self-OSINT, I'm actually not sure. I, I'm not that big with data science, but I do 100% recommend it to anyone that's interested. It's, it's a really big topic, but it's, it's good, you know, and it's crazy how much shit it's can be gathered overall. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a huge, uh, you know, OSINT and data science, data science is huge right now, especially after yeah. Cambridge Analytica, like data science is, is one of those things that people are watching very closely because data science ties directly into privacy and security. Um, so yeah, I could see how that would play into to self OSINT, uh, just kind of correlating the data when you're actually running OSINT on yourself and, and other people. Um, Next question, anybody else? Oh, um, Alexander Kingston asks, any comments on websites being down? Um, I'm assuming he's probably referring to the CDN um, issue last week. I don't see it. Yeah, yeah, he's asking about the CDN. Um, do you know anything about the, the websites being down and the actual um, issue with CDN? Yeah, we don't have like deep knowledge, okay? It's either some ransomware group trying to do shit or at that day, if you guys have heard of, remember the Amon thing, the FBI set up to catch, okay? Mm -hmm. What was it? It wasn't just the FBI, inter international police in general, right? So remember that. Mm -hmm. And around that time, the same day that the Amon attack happened, the same day that happened, the CDN went down and a bunch of the sites all went down as well. So... It's either a ransomware group or my theory is that these two are connected in a way, you know, maybe to cancel communication between anyone using Amon and yeah, it's basically that's, that's out. That's my theory or it's a ransomware group trying to do their shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Ryan asked if you could give one OPSEC tip, what would it be? Well, Stay quiet. They, no one needs to know what you're doing, right? 
you like if it's if it's not already public you can keep it to yourself it's you don't need to tell anyone about it no friends no family you don't know who to trust exactly right just keep it to yourself exactly yeah exactly opsec is is what killed uh some of the inner circles of anonymous um right after sabi went down uh opsec tend to, tends to deteriorate when paranoia and fear jump in the in the way um so Ryan also asked, if you could write one wrong globally, what would it be and why? Write one wrong? Wait, what, what, do you, what do you mean by that exactly? Um, I think he's referring to any wrongs in the world. If there was one wrong that you could go back and change and force, you know, to not happen, what would it be? Damn, that's weird. I don't know. There's a lot of okay, things let's go that are wrong. Yeah. Let's and, go to the next every, one. Every country. Oh. Yeah. What what made you originally get into InfoSec? Well, um, and that's assuming that's assuming that he's in InfoSec, guys. So some of the some of the groups and some of the actors in the groups don't necessarily work in our industry. Um, actually, the majority of them probably don't. Yeah, I'm go, not. I'm go not ahead. Directly into InfoSec, right? I. I do know that the InfoSec community exists in all of you and I'm not, I'm not directly into what I don't do as, as a career. Maybe once I retire, but as of right now, no. Cool. cool. All right. and, and Ryan uh, explained his, his question. So some injustice in the world, if, if there was one injustice and only one that you could fix, what would it be? really just to balance out things in general, right? So we have third world countries going down and no support towards them. There's lots of problems happening because either one side has too much power or too much money than the other. So balancing things would definitely, it will not fix 100% of the problems, but it should fix a lot of the issues going on. Right, absolutely. Um, also, if you could talk to, I guess, the, the corporations of the world, the, especially the critical infrastructure and their lack of, of uh, due diligence, what would you say to them uh, coming from, from GoSec and from you know, that mindset? What would you say to, let's say, Colonial? What would, you, what would be your advice? Okay, elaborate on the question again. I didn't hear it well. Um, so like, like with, with Colonial, and the pipeline and how they got smashed with ransomware and you know how their systems were probably not patched. Um, what would you say to a company that, that's not taking care of due diligence and, and actually doing their patching and, and have right. some kind of um, you know, in-depth defense? What would you say to them? They have the money. Why not just invest a part of it into cybersecurity? Okay, I've, I've spoken and well, I can't, and I not work directly with ransomware groups and whatnot, but I've spoken with them and understand how they operate. Mm -hmm. And it's either you did some dumb shit to let them get in, or you have default credentials on one of your RDPs or something, you know, because they, they, they buy RDPs on a massive scale for like $5 each. And they just check which corporate, which uh, corporation has the highest money and that's where they attack. So it's either you have yeah. some old unpatched vulnerability or some dumb shit happening. Yeah, exactly. Um, and with with Colonial, it, it sounded like a bunch of dumb shit, really. 
you know, <laughs> if you have your front front of the house IT system and you're, you're worried about, you know, skater or PLCs or, or ICS networks. Hello. Hello. Did he disconnect or? <laughs> Looks like Mike's tapped out. Sorry about that. Yeah, it seems he disconnected. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Sorry about that, guys. I have a horrible connection. So, but anyways, um, yeah. So where were we? Uh, Colonial Pipeline um, and my connection. Uh, so we have Nomad Internet. Uh, so for those of you who are looking for internet service, avoid Nomad Internet. They're horrible. Um, anyways, uh, so like I said, Sebastian, I really appreciate you coming on. Um, we've tried to get a couple other people on here. Uh, that were from the ranks and uh, it wasn't quite successful. Um, so one of the big problems that I have with, with the world in general is, and activism, you know, being a former activist is that the infighting, the infighting I'll never understand. Um, we all have the same goal. We all have the same, you know, same mindset. Yeah, I, uh, and we fight against the same things. I, I don't understand why there's so much infighting. Yeah. it's either you know jealousy or over something stupid paranoia it's it's many things to factor into infighting right um it's a huge issue and especially now like a bunch of new blood animals oh he disconnected again <laughs> all right I'll, I'll wait not rolling man it's all good He'll be back. Sorry about that, guys. Um, did we yeah, lose anybody? at the moment, we're having to rely on LTE, so... Okay. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up uh, because of the connection. So for um, uh, tonight and, uh, you know, filling us in on, on, on the information, some of the ins and outs of uh, GoSec. And Sebastian, I, I wish you the best of luck and you're more than welcome in the haunted house anytime you want. Um, and as well as the, the podcast. So I look forward to seeing you guys again soon. Um, for the ghost in the house, we will reconvene uh, probably on Wednesday with another podcast, uh, a special one this time. Uh, I'll let you know what it is on Wednesday. Uh, so with that said, this is going to Tech Strong and some other outlets into Spotify. So look for it next week. Uh, and again, thank you, GhostSec and Sebastian Dante Alexander for joining us. And uh, you guys have a fantastic weekend. Thanks, guys.